Hey everyone, time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron heart on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. For more details, patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year as well as bonus content. Invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is $3 a month. So here are your hosts, Charles Watkins, Tom Brotherman. Take it away, gentlemen. You take it. I'm typing. (laughs) (laughs) You take it. Well, I can uh, throw it back to me. Okay. Throw it back to me and we can do some of this. In the news this week, we've got the uh, announcement was made on the uh, Sunday show about the podcast of Hope 2020, and that's going to be on December 6th. So let me put Save that up on the screen. Yeah, so every year we it's usually around that weekend-ish, kind of. Last year was December 1st. Um so, um, anyway, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. We're we're all we're uh, in the process of getting that show ready. Eight hour podcast. If anybody's not familiar with podcast to hope, we raise um, thousands of dollars for St. Jude Children's Hospital in their battle against uh, childhood cancer, and. Uh, gonna be fun we'll have a good year uh we're still in the in the planning stages for all that but uh you know last year we had we we got i was lucky maybe no i don't know how y'all say lucky but we're talented we're talented but we we got uh mike rowe was on for one of the one of the uh, hours and uh i got finagled in jim o'hare from parks and rec to be on for a few minutes before he went off to do his uh, play practice, yeah, yeah, he had a he had a, a, a show he was going to be in, and he uh, but he was gracious enough to come on and and uh, put some money towards St. Jude, and which helped us get to our goal. We were going to raise five thousand dollars last year. We raised almost eight, so this year we're going to raise eight. The goal is eight. The goal is eight. So maybe we might, yeah, might raise more than that. So we'll see. And tentatively, four to midnight. Four to midnight is the definite schedule for central. Four to midnight central time. Well, I'm putting it on my calendar now, so nobody can schedule something else for me. There you go. Four (laughs) to midnight. Everybody, everybody, put on your schedule. December sixth, four to midnight. Join us for the whole thing. It's a lot of fun. We give a lot of give a give away a lot of stuff as well. I mean, the point is the raising the money for the for the for the hospital to yeah. But as a, a benefit or a perk of giving money is that you are uh, eligible for prizes, and uh, we had a plethora of prizes. You like that plethora of prizes? 
So we're talking talk about languages tonight. Uh, and so I put out the call again and I've already gotten several um, cool things that we're going to give away. We give away some Cashly coins. Uh, we're going to give away shirts. We got some art and crafted shirts. We got some more of those, but we've got um, some other things. Um, Remember the fat guys on the shirts. Right. Make them, yeah, big. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that what we've been doing lately is uh, they don't send me the, the, the prizes. We basically wait and we tell them who won the prize, which makes it so much easier. So we don't double ship. There's no real reason to yeah. ship stuff to me yeah. and then me turn around and ship it out. It's easier if I just tell the vendor and say, um, so-and-so won, you know, get in contact with them and then they can kind of work it out with them uh, so we can get, uh, make it a little more efficient. But uh, David Reeves uh, drives cash closet gave again, graciously gave some more prizes. So they're starting to add up. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, and I'm, Working hard to get to get good guests as well as you guys. <laughs> I cracked myself up. All right, over. To- <laughs> All right, I'll get out of the way, y'all. Y'all take over. Oh, all right, Tom. Where do we start with this? See, today we're going to talk about languages. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, oh, Direwolf, he's like 24-hour show. No, 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 no. Eight hours. It's 24 Eight if you watch the repeat twice. <laughs> Three times? No, that's eight plus another eight. Make 16 and eight, 24. Okay. You Gary, you're not doing puzzles for us. I'm sorry. We're going to start with a couple of tools. We have mentioned one of these um, before. I, you know, I don't know if we've mentioned the uh, this first one yet or not, but let me throw it up here on the screen for us. Gary, move. You look like you're frozen. Okay. I was worried there for a second. <laughs> I'm just listening intently. Which one's he talking about? Oh, ooh, okay. I thought you were going to pull up a different one. That's a cool yeah, one. Yeah, I thought you were going to pull the other one, but this is all right. Uh, all right. All right. Hang on. Bang that computer. It, it, it all jumped around on me. This one. Oh, yes. Uh, Omniglot. Multiple languages, right? Glot. Yeah. Is that, is that what that? Okay. Yeah. Glot is a, uh, a Greek root word. Yeah. It's a Greek, right. Greek root for, I'm to look it up for tongue. Yeah. For tongue. Glot is, comes from the Greek, which is, has the meaning of tongue. I don't know, but every time I look at the site, it's just, it keeps getting bigger. Yeah, and they keep adding all kinds of crazy things to this. So um, their writing systems, constructed scripts, which is um, where I go and look at a bunch of stuff uh, because they have right here, they have a fictional um, 
alphabet section. Um, languages, multilingual pages, uh, and then they have a what's new page. Um, the what's new page is always, always got something going on in it. But if you looked at this, um, let's see if this will, yeah, so the constructed scripts. Ooh, okay. Um, if you come down here and click on this fictional alphabets, like right. as Hawaiian, Vietnamese, Turkish, right? So this has um, Sanskrit, uh, so or Sanskrit. There are a bunch of natural languages on this page, but there are some also not natural languages on this page. So when you click on functional or the fictional alphabets, you'll get a bunch of the J.R.R. Tolkien's oh, cool. stuff right here at the top. All of these are all scripts that he has in one of his novels somewhere, be it Lord of the Rings or... Um, Cimmerillion or one of the other ones. Yeah, what's the people that live in the little houses with the round doors? The Hobbits. The Hobbits. Yeah, so... Um, the... His variety of writing is not my style. My wife loves the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. And I, you know, I don't think I've seen 15 minutes of a single Lord of the Rings movie. Oh my gosh. Much less seen all of them. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I know it's horrible. Somehow she tolerates me. I don't ask me how, how but, we tolerate you, Charles. I do not know. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. No. No, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a Lord of Rings fan, but I like that. He went to a lot of trouble for that, by the way, you know, to do he that. He did. Um, there was, so he has created his own languages, right? Yep. So um, he's got um, all kinds of uh, neat little languages in here. Now, if you scroll past that, you get to other fictional alphabets. And as you can see here, um, the, the ceiling is, is, I mean, if you, if you're a video gamer, they've got a halo covenant alphabet. Oh, that's cool. Um, they have dragon runes. Um, and, I, and I know I saw a cast recently with that halo thing and now I can't remember where it was and I don't have it in the show notes cause I can't remember where I saw it. Um, so there are Klingon is Klingon in there. Uh, Klingons in there somewhere, and, and, and it's what dialect yeah. of Klingon do you want? Because there's more than one, <laughs> right? So here's Romulan, Romulan. There you go. And so, um, Klingon was in here because I was looking at it earlier. Um, there's Gnomish. Um, cool. So you just kind of have to jump into one if you want to make a. There's your dancing man. Right. Dancing Man, I like Dancing, Dancing Man. Man is fairly. Would you guys think that that's relatively? I mean, of and I'm not. I'm a puzzle amateurist, but you experts, have y'all seen Dancing Man? Probably fairly, uh, relatively often. I've only you, seen it a couple times. Have you? Okay. Yeah. I like Dancing Man. I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen one that I've come across without somebody saying, Hey, this, you know, um, there's, uh, 
Kryptonian. Um, okay. So just just all kinds of crazy alphabets, but um, if Kripper you says there's one. I'm a, yeah, that that language. I'm gonna butcher it. Devazel, Devazel. Okay, there I go. Okay, I'm, I'm done butchering. Continue. Um, but if you look at one of these, like this is Romulan, right? And Romulan has an A through Z and a zero through nine. But not all of these alphabets have a zero through nine. Most of them are strictly uh, alphabetic, and they're not the alphanumeric. So um, if you come back and look at um, some of these like Kryptonian, they're just A through Z, right? So there is no numeric portion to the Kryptonian alphabet. And so if you wanted to make a puzzle based off of this, you just have to know that um, you have to spell everything out. But if you come across a puzzle that you don't know what it is, um, this is a good place to just come and look and scroll down the page right. and see, all right, is it one of these? Um, is, is it one of these? Um, and if it is, you know, like if it's Gnomish, if you look at it and you're like, oh, well, that's Gnomish, you know, because I recognize a little mushroom. Oh, mushroom is K. Right. right. But again, no numbers. So if you wanted to make a puzzle out of this, you have to spell everything out, which is not a big, bad deal. But um, again, just some, you know, for the viewers and listeners, um, and, and it's in the show notes. And so we'll get back to um, that. But that is one of the places that you can go to, at least initially, if you're just straight up don't have a clue where to start. You're looking at something that symbols that you don't know what they are. Right. You know, there you go. There's, this is, this is a good resource for you to come in and take a look. It at least gives you some, um, a, a sample of the alphabet so that you can kind of compare what you're looking at on a page to, um, a, a, a known alphabet somewhere. Um, so before even coming here, I would use a title and maybe if there's anything in the description to see if there's anything that helps narrow down where to look. Yeah. You know, if it's talking about hobbits, well, then you might have, I mean, you'd have to know that's a Tolkien thing, but it's like, hey, I bet it's one of those kind of languages and go to the fictional stuff. Right. And uh, one thing. Yeah. One one thing, sorry. Uh, one thing we're gonna uh, want to bring up since we're you guys are doing languages tonight. Uh, one thing people might ask is, what about cuneiform or some other things, semaphore with the the United States Navy or other things? Um, the puzzle talk will be doing uh, symbols next Tuesday. So if we seem to be skipping over <laughs> items that are languages but they're actually sort of symbolic languages, then that's going to be covered next week. Correct. All right. So the other, we have shared this resource with you. If you have seen our previous shows, but we're going to pull it back up 
again for you. Um, this is the decode.fr. Um, and in here, I guess let's get back to, so when you get to the uh, main page, there is a section. I'm going to slow you down just for a second. When you go to decode.fr, it'll be in French. Oh. And, and you can either add a slash en at the end or at that top right of the page, there's a thing to switch it to English. The, there is, yes. Or you could just do it in French. And you're right. Decode.fr forward slash en, or you can pick English off the thing if that's, or you can do it in French if you're, if you live in that part of the world or, or use that language primarily, then you could use that. Uh, I use French so, all the time. Give me some French toast and some French fries. That doesn't count, Tom. Oh. <laughs> uh, so right here in the middle where it's at codes and alphabets tool, if you click on the see all, it will bring up all of these tools. Um, so here's Morse code, um, ROT5, ROT13, ROT47, shift ciphers, um, but there's some uh, language deals that are in here, the T9 for text, um, and whatnot. So there are um, some language tools that are in the decode.fr slash en um, that will help you binary um, and whatnot. So this is another, again, just a resource to come if you know what you're looking for but don't know how to convert some of it or you're looking for a user-friendly place to do some of that. Um, this is a, a good place to come and look for. Um, when, I, when I come here and I find the actual language I need, I mean, I could have it decode the whole thing. If, if, if they put the script in, they didn't make a JPEG out of the thing and they put it where you could <laughs> copy it, you can put it in. But I usually, even then, I usually don't do that. What I do is I'll I'll type use I'll type in all the symbols they have or drop them in the thing and say decode that and have it print you know, the alphabet out and then I'll just do it by hand myself. I just like doing it that way. Yeah, there are plenty of times that I've jumped in there and done just like that. I'll get in there and say, you know, just type out the alphabet in alphabetical order and then decode it and get the symbols. And I know that that one's a, and the third one down is C, um, you know, and so forth. So, and I have done a lot of those by hand, um, as well. So I should have brought the thing. I did one before the show where I, I, I made a cheat sheet. So I did like a through N or M or whatever it was. And then right. underneath that, I put the a through whatever. Oh, cool. And then, the one I did didn't have the entire alphabet, so it, like it didn't have a W. Right. So in their their code, they would put two U's. Smart. Double U. Double U. Didn't have a C, so it would put a K. They put a K or 
or sometimes they put oh, okay. two K's, you know, something to give you a hint of what the le real letter was. Right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And there, there are, if you go back and look at some of these, um, that alphabets aren't, aren't always a complete 26 character alphabet. Um, some of them are like, we were looking at one earlier that was, um, a 19 character alphabet. Yep. If you get lucky, like Jeff says, you can have numbers. Some of them have numbers. Not all of them, but some of them do. Um, well, and it was funny because I was looking at one of them on the um, Omniglot page that had a, like a 36-character alphabet, but then it only had four numbers. had a, a 0, 1, 3, and an 8. And I was like, <laughs> Why? how is that the only numbers? What? Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so it was, and um, you know, it, it is oh. what it is. But yeah. Uh, oh, wow. I was the, not where I thought you were going numbers. with that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say four numbers, so it's like base three or something. Right. No, it just had some random. I mean, there wasn't a zero. It was a. It was a one, a two, a four, a five, and an eight. And you know, and you're just like, how, how did it? Yeah. Yeah. Why did we do that? Oh, well. So speaking of Gary making a JPEG image out of it, the first cache page that we're going to show you, that's exactly what the cache owner did with it. Yeah. That's something I put in the notes we'll talk about. Well, we'll talk about it as we go through the show, but it's more evil, more difficult if you make – because we've, you guys have all probably always seen a place where you go, oh, cut, paste, Google, done, finished. Right. And, but it takes I've, five I, seconds and you're done. You don't even. <laughs> but I, I did one. Don't even have time to quit foaming. Yeah, I did one locally that made it m much more difficult, and I think we've all run across the ones that are like, dang it, it won't let me cut and paste it. So now I got to try to, now I got to do more headache to try to figure it out. So. At least, at least in this one, you know where to kind of start with. So this is a cache that um, is called "It's All Greek to Me." Right, and right here down in the cache page as well. So, uh, but if you look at this, this is a JPEG image, or uh, you know whatever it could it could be uh, any form it could be a bitmap but it is a image that is hosted so you can't copy and paste this um if you uh, attempt to uh you know it's not going to work um it is down in the i haven't even looked to see oh no and he doesn't even have it in the image gallery Ooh, that makes it even rougher. This, 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 this guy's hateful. <laughs> so he's straight up just to make in, you work for it uh, in the cash page. Uh, but at least you know um, by uh, looking at the cash title, uh, it's all Greek to me. It is a difficulty three. Um, but uh, so there you go. This is. Uh, the it is Greek. It is Greek. Oh, it's, it's all Greek. It's all Greek yeah, to me. It's all Greek. Oh wait, that's the name of it. 
So, yeah. So <laughs> if you're fluent in Greek, then, uh, you know, otherwise you kind of got to uh, try and take that and see if you can. Uh, so looking at the chat room, no, it's not in the source code because it's a picture. So on this one, what I did is I cut and pasted in the word and then I stretched it out, made it bigger. So I had a little more room to write in between the lines. So I, I personally don't mind if something's a JPEG like this, but if you're going to do this, I wish you people would put at least a little more space in between this stuff so I can write, write the stuff. But we were talking about this before the show. And I guess what I could do is just cut and paste that in the paint and then cut out each line individually and make it its own thing and put it in word. Adds a little more time, but it just makes it easier to, to solve. Right. Right. Oh, uh, Jeff saying you could, yeah, I, I guess you could do an optical and OCR uh, if you had a tool for that. So, interesting. You're taking a shot at us. I guarantee this one is not a nano in the woods because of where it's at. <laughs> there are no such thing as woods where this thing is at. <laughs> That's right. I mean, mesquite bushes, maybe. Um, but yeah, and I I never said all caches in woods should be nanos. I said you could do a nano in the woods, but you're gonna have people who are gonna yell at you. I know I've solved that one, but I don't remember if I found that one. I think I did. I had. I think I did. Yeah, paint the good old good old paint. The good I use paint all the time. We'll get into it on next week's show, but I use paint for some of my puzzles all the time. All That's the time. Simple, easy to use, you know? Just and, and people are, uh, you know, people look at it and they're like, well, you, you use paint? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I use paint. It was free. It came on the computer. That's I didn't right. Know. I have to go buy something. Now yeah, I have absolutely. To I gotta look. Hopefully, I've got notes on this one. Um, I've right. got stuff going through my head. No, I don't have notes. So that is dang a five. Obviously, five, it was five. obviously it was Greek, right. but is Greek when you key? translate it, it was probably Greek letters to English words. But if he had been really tricky, it's Greek oh. letters to Greek words, and then you gotta then you gotta figure out. The, then you got to right. figure out what the Greek is. Yeah, and he may have done that. I, I honestly don't remember, and I don't have in my notes how I solved it. And I did find it. Where did I find that one? Sort of for a different show, hey, but is there a good phone OCR app for the for these? I don't know if there is one. If there is, I don't know, but I would love it. Because you can hold, hold your phone up to it and maybe use an app for it of some type. Yeah, this is the I'm one I saw. This is the one I saw before the show. I'm not gonna lie; I don't even know what an OCR app is. So optical, optical code, code reader or character uh, reader. Optical, yeah. The the, the post office, the U.S. Post Office. I'm sure other post offices around the world use it because instead of them manually looking at an envelope, they run it through a machine, and the machine will look at your writing 
Gary. To figure out what you wrote. Hopefully, well, not Tom's writing, but most yeah, people. Gary, writing. Gary, stick stick to the show. <laughs> stick to the show. That where is. Do you, where do we use optical code readers geocaching? Every time you use a scanner to scan a code on a TV coin tracker. or a travel bug. That's true. There you go. Oh. Well, uh, yeah. I just thought of the TB scan or, or Cashly yeah. does it now. And Oh, yeah. Cashly will do it. I like Cashly's, some of their new updates, by the way. That's another show. That's another show. So let's see. This is the one that you, I haven't, this is, yeah, a, I'm, I'm I've, down I've looked at this one. Um, but Tom, so you solved this one. Um, so I did this just before the show. So go ahead and give us a run through. Well, so this one, when it first came out the other day, and I didn't have time really to mess with it, but I had to know something. So looking at that, I have no clue what that stuff is. So then scroll up to the title, because there's nothing there in the description to tell you what this is. I mean, it just says, here's what your coordinates, blah, blah, blah. So power of Hannah. I Googled Hannock, and then from that, I got enough clue to figure out Oh, scroll up. They want the GC code. Uh, Everybody, they're in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. I think you want yeah. to follow along. GC eight uh, zebra whiskey. Quebec, Quebec kilo. Kilo. It's not zebra. Zulu, isn't it? Zulu. Yes. Yeah. If if you wanted to stick with the military theme, yes. I've been watching a lot of airplane videos lately, so yeah. So, yeah, this was this one was a. I, I used a title to figure out what the the language was. Then I went to decode. I, they have every one of those symbols there, so I put all the symbols out in order. Printed those out with the alphabet. What, and I forget how many letter alphabet this one because it's not 26 and it doesn't have numbers. So the word. And then, and then right. just. Right. Sorry. The word. Did it after right. that. Yeah. yeah. So now I got to go find it. So what What was the. Where, where did you. Obviously you started with the Hannock. I started but, with the Hannock. Right. But from there. Hannock gave me a clue to what the language was. Okay. Actually, I think I typed in Hannock and I did the Google and I did images. Okay. And I think it's where I got the language part. And then. And then from there, I went to decode. Decode. Okay. But this and one. Then, and this is a JPEG, so I couldn't, right. couldn't do the thing. So it was, I printed it out and then. Did it that way. Yeah, and I didn't think about the cut and paste thing that we were talking about by the show, so I just put a number by each one of those rows and then had a notepad and did each row individually so I could keep track of where I was. And Right. But, you know, even this one, if you look at this long enough, you can figure out a lot of what's in here if you know what to look for. Right. If, if you don't screw with the language, because... If you don't, yeah. If you don't make a cipher or something out of it, then it's pretty much a simple substitution cipher. Right, but you got to, but can, like, uh, can be anyway. Yeah, you had to kind of figure out where to start. 
That well, was- we're going to hit one of them tonight that I didn't start that way. I, I had no clue what the code was or oh, what really? the language okay. was, and I just did it the way I told you. I, I looked at it, and I, oh, here's this word. Typed that, figured that that's what it was, and it just went from there. Oh, okay. So if you find, if you can find, like, geocache, north, west, you know, or what, you know, southeast if you're in Australia, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, something about the coordinates where you're at, maybe. Right. You you can start picking stuff out, especially if you find, like, words that have got a lot of E's and, I, you know, the vowels in them. That makes it so much easier. Yeah, and that's one of the things that when we talked about code breaking was um, character, how, how often certain characters or certain letters are used in different languages. And so the most used letter in the English language is the letter E. And so if you know that the puzzle or the substitution is written in English at some level, like even, even one of these, if you know that at some level it's going to translate back to English, you can start kind of going through and saying, "All right, this has got to be, this has got to be the ease in in here." So think, think a wheel of fortune. Everybody would pick the fir- the same consonants in in e usually. Now I think they give you those, and you pick what you pick a couple more, but yeah, made them harder. So, well, let's look at this next one. This one. Um, is Ooh, I like Dire Wolf's thing there about series of caches in this area called Lost in Translation, and the coordinates are given in sound bites in different languages. Yeah, okay. that could be fun. I, I, found one, I found one like that by a cacher in uh, Nebraska that. Um, has a bunch of R2, D2, astromech droid sounds. And she's got a sound clip that you have to listen to. And it's all of the different astromech sounds that you have to then try and figure out what they meant. So I, I kind of like that lost in translation bit. Um, so this was kind of odd to me. Um, again, it's a an image here in the middle with all of the little... Uh, little squiggly lines. Yeah, all, the humpy, all the little humpy letters. Lots uh, of M's and W's. M's, <laughs> M's and M's. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a this is a two parter here. But then there's a section of numbers down here at the bottom. So oh, okay. Two two different puzzles. Yeah. So this one throws you for not only do you have to figure out what all of these googly letters are in the puzzle uh, you then have to figure out what to do with the numbers at the bottom because i'm sure that by solving one may not solve the other and uh you definitely are probably going to have to do both um to figure out where the cache is in the end you if you if you solve one of them and i'm not going to say which one will tell you coordinates but you solve the other, it's not going to tell you. It, it, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but it, it just kind of gives a clue what the other one is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not an exact clue. It's like you gotta you gotta do some thinking. 
This, this one was fun. So this one is, I believe, a difficulty four and a half um, for this puzzle. So uh, definitely um, earns it being a two-parter. Yeah. So. Solved but not found. Yeah. Right. No, it's not a maze. Or is it a maze? Oh, hold on. Yeah, I did. I got first to find on this one. This is when I solved it, and then I got it on my lunch. I had to go into work that day. So I got it on the way to the office. Oh man, that's rough. I had to go to work today. Um, yeah, and by by go to work, I mean beyond the kitchen table. <laughs> yeah, you actually had to go to work. Like oh. I had to go to work. Yeah, somebody's um, gonna make that into a book in the next year too. Beyond the kitchen table. Beyond the. <laughs> so yeah, and that one was a four and a half for difficulty. Yeah, I find this. Well, last week, and that was the 13th anniversary of my first geocache find. Mm. Hey, uh, I've been at this 13 years. Charles, go ahead. I was going to say, if you had a moment, I did find something that was related to, there was a comment made about frequency. Yeah. Yes, and Treak, which is an interesting website. I put it in the show notes. The tool that counts the frequency of letters in a text. If I can show you real fast. Go, uh, Gary. Go there. I've been to that site, but it's been a long time since I've been there. About you got to risk it for the brisket, buddy. There you go. Oh, don't tell me that. I'll be Ooh. off to. I'm, I will be off. I'll leave you all behind running the show. I'll go get the brisket. <laughs> be off to. Right. No, people don't know what we're talking about. Risk it for the brisket is Bucky's, and if you never been to Bucky's. I'm, I'm I'm doing I even going to Bucky's. There's a Blacks in New Braunfels now, and that's like Ooh, a fifteen Blacks. minutes from the house. Wow, Blacks barbecue. That's big it's time. A brontosaurus rib. All right, but okay, I'm a, now I'm hungry. I'm a huge fan of New Rock Stars. I I highly suggest watching these. But this little part is interesting. I saw the other day, um, but it has to do with uh, language and puzzles. So here we go. It could be behind this conspiracy that Riddler is trying to expose with many friends who are now skeletons in their closets. More on this later. Because more importantly, the handwritten message reads, what does a liar do when he's dead? And then on the other side, a Zodiac-style string of glyphs that I have decoded, so let's code break this. Okay, the first thing you always look for is repeating symbols. So the third symbol shows up twice at the end, so it must be the same letter, right? Also, the second and the fifth are the same letter, the fourth and the ninth are the same letter, and the sixth and the seventh are the same letter. So a double letter at the end makes it a bit easy, because that means it's probably a consonant, S, maybe L, and that would mean the letter before it is the vowel. So you can apply this Wheel of Fortune, Scrabble-type thinking, working backwards that way, while you look at the broader context. The cover of the card is a pun. The owl says, ooh. <laughs> so it follows that the answer to Riddler's question would also be a joke. So what does the liar do when he's dead? He lies still. Yep, pretty brilliant wordplay. That tells us something about the Riddler. He sees a liar like the mayor. So there you go. So frequency. <laughs> yeah. Um, Letter frequency, very, very key, very key in looking at languages. You might see letter frequencies like he did we saw the consonants and then the the vowels yeah and like christopher said he said sometimes brute forcing a substitution cipher is easier than figuring out what the cipher is yeah I mean, if, it's, if it's a simple substitution 
Um, all you have to do generally is get enough letters in. And once you figure out, oh, well, this means this spells three. Now you have T H R and E and you can go through the rest and, um, you know, and kind of figure out, oh, well, you know, this is a four letter word that ends in E, but I don't have any of the other three letters. This could be five. Right. right. So uh, sometimes it's, it's easier to do it again. Um, and all of this comes with uh, experience um, in doing them. So yeah, the more you do, the easier it gets. Absolutely. So uh, um, the one we showed earlier, the one before this is I was translating that by hand. Right. By the time I got to the end of it, I had done some of the letters so many times I wasn't even looking back at the code. I already had, Oh, well, this is an E and this is a whatever. Right. I already you, to learn, you were learning it. I was learning it. <laughs> That's cool. And, and then I've had a beer since then. So I've forgotten it. Well, no, but Hey, yeah. For the moment you made good notes. That's the key, right? Temporary. Yeah, brain right. <laughs> um, all right. So let's look at this one. Um, because this one actually, um, which one is this? This is the Ronin was here. Okay. Um, I came across this alphabet on one of the other pages that we shared earlier today in, at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Right. Which one was that? Because I don't have this one. I was with a, a group that found this and I didn't ha have this solved. It's a difficulty three and a half, but a terrain five. So yeah, uh, it was definitely a train five in a, in a boat. No way, way up a tree that ain't none of us going to climb. Yeah. <laughs> <What? laughs> um, so yeah, you, it, you know, if you peruse around some of these um, places and just look at the crazy alphabets, um, then all of a sudden when you get to something like this and you're like, Oh, these squiggly lines. Cause I, I, the only reason I remember it is I, this symbol right here, that's the circle with the little squiggly line in the middle of it. Right. Man, that almost looks like Charlie Brown's t-shirt with a little squiggles through the middle of it. Um, so that, and this Mercedes Benz looking symbol, um, and then the, the smiley face with no smile. So the little circle with two dots in it, all of those were on one of the earlier um, alphabets that I was looking at from one of these other, on one of the other sites. So, so do you, do you have this, you have this one solved? Shoot. No. Oh, <laughs> no. I am no, just, no. I'm just, I'm just no. guessing. I'm just I'm, I'm guessing. At it. I've looked at it all of 10 minutes. Oh, that's right. I forgot. This is that one. So I'm just glancing at it. I am thinking the second word on the first line and the first word on the second line is the. Okay. Okay. E, so that would make E. A gumball, gumball looking e. machine is an E. E. So maybe. e. A gumball looking machine like that. <laughs> That's funny. I almost would have said and. And if it's T, T, W, 
No, it's not. That is not. Yeah, it's not the. Because yeah. one, two, three, four, the fourth line down, that's this 29. Right that's 29. So the, the, yeah, the last one on the third line is north. So that's north 29. Yeah. Yeah. So. And third, 30, 33. And so, I'll say, this is the first I've actually really looked at this code. I mean, like I said, I was with a group of people, and it's like, okay, I'll get it now because we were on a roll getting first to find stuff. And um, so this is really, I, mean, I put it on a list, but I hadn't looked at it. So with yeah. what I just told you there, those words there, I could probably do the rest of this by hand without even knowing what code that is. Right. Um, Not bragging. It's just, I used to do, I used to do substitution ciphers at work on, I, there'd be one in a paper every day and I would bet people a Coke. I could do it in under three minutes without the clue. Cause they usually gave you what one letter was. Right. And I would say, I'll do it in under three minutes without the clue. Give me a Coke. Wow. Like, yeah, you're nuts. <laughs> and it's letter frequency and, and no one, you know, once you pick out a couple words, if you, if you get a Z or something like that, you know, some of the common stuff in there, it, it's easy from there. Usually. Yeah. Usually. Usually. All right. Let's, I, I love this one because um, scrolling across this page says, congratulations to Electric Waterboy for his. <laughs> <laughs> that is annoying. <laughs> How do I turn that off? Um. So yeah, this is another one where uh, you sit there and look at it, and uh, yeah, yeah, this is the one I I solved this by hand. I didn't, I just like I did the other one. Somebody wants to send you a coke through the mail, so can you crack the code for him and uh, mail you a coke? That was years ago. I prefer beer, and I don't drink cheap stuff except for Natural Light Natterdays once in a while. That that's cheap stuff. But how about like some? No uh, what's, the, what's the draft? What's the brewery we went to with the root beer? Oh, legal draft. Yeah, legal hey, draft. That one, I'll, I'll even take the root beer. That is some darn good yeah. root beer. We'll get you a growler of root beer. That thing was sold. I sold. I couldn't yeah. stop drinking that that root beer that night. <laughs> it just couldn't. It was so good. Yeah. So this one is called keeping it cryptic. Keeping it cryptic. And uh, again. This one is a is an image, so you can't copy and paste, right? You know, so uh, you just kind of gotta try and figure out what exactly this is. There's there's the pi symbol, and beta. So this looks like, um, you know, whatever Greek yeah. stuff. And you know. Uh no, I know what font. Okay, I did write down what font. It's not Greek. Oh well, would you I figured go, out afterwards what it was? But so, without giving obviously all of it away, but would you go to Omniglot and then would you go to like writing systems maybe and try to go that way? Or well, I'm telling you, I just looked at it and I figured out what some of the those letters were. Okay. 
It's lambda. Uh, there's an alpha, omega. So it's the, the, the second. I'll, I'll tell you this, but the second word on there is what I figured out. Once I had that second word, okay, it, it went pretty quick from there. Well, I was just trying to figure out where I would even go to. to would I use Omniglot or Decode or? I would go. What what de tool? De decode will not help you unless you know what you got. So right. Omni Omniglot's where I'd go. Omniglot's a better uh, tool to use for this one. Okay, that's what. Or I'm... or you you copy the image address and go to Google and do a reverse image search and right. see if it'll pick up something that looks similar and maybe give you a clue there what what you're looking at. Yeah. Yep. There's a good tool too. I didn't think about that. That's a good one. So. With what I just said, you know, that's two or three of them. Two of them we've looked at that I figured, well, this one obviously I solved the way I told you. And the one before, I was on the way to solving the way I told you. So what you could do to screw this up is like we mentioned on the first one that the all Greek to me. If he had written everything in Greek, what I just did doesn't work because I don't speak Greek. I can't spell Greek words unless, you know, some of them are the same. Or if you make it a cipher in there. If maybe sure. this is maybe this is a rot thirteen or something in, in behind there. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could you could you could make it a layered puzzle. So yep, extra twist. So with something like that, if I figured out what this language was, let's say let's say I didn't figure it out the way I did because it didn't make any sense, and I start putting letters there and it doesn't make any sense at all. Right. Well, you don't stop. You go ahead and finish the whole thing, and then you do you Google and see if one, if it's a word in another language, or you run it through something like Rumpkin, where it's got the rots all all of them there, or at least one through twenty six anyway. Sure. And see if it's something like that, and see if it recognizes. Now, if it's a a rot thirteen in Greek, ooh, that could that could yeah. <laughs> that could be pretty difficult unless you were raised in greece and then yeah yeah then maybe not so much they'd look at it and go well this is why is this a five this should be a one <laughs> so all right so let's jump into let's see you have found this one um but i yeah. have i i'm of course i've you know, spent less than five minutes looking at this, but this why, would, why would you look at it? it's the unsolvable puzzle? Well, that's that's, <laughs> that's not the, that's not the one that we're going oh, to. Okay, all right, you uh, do a different one. Okay, oh, we're not down to unsolvable puzzle yet. Sorry, we're going in order there. Yeah, sorry. To the I show, know put, I don't know why you put the unsolvable puzzle on here. It's unsolvable. Well, maybe it's not. So this one says, travel through time and space with someone fighting monsters, but it's so much more. Uh, cash is a log only, no room for swag. Um, thanks for tackling this puzzle, and thanks for hunting this cash. The puzzle is thanks to a new caching friend in Canada, Scooter Wooby. Scouter, Scouter Wooby? I don't know, but this one could be a bear. So I knew as soon as this came out, I knew what it was. Oh. But, but reading it was another story. 
yeah, if you didn't know what this was in the in the background, um, it kind of reminded me of like Stargate. You know, everything's in this big circle and through time and space, but uh, you know, Ooh. time and space, but not Stargate. Yeah. So this is another one. Again, this is this is going to translate to probably north chords and west chords if I had to venture a guess. Uh believe it did cuz I don't have that in my notes but I, I have to admit on this I I sort of cheated. <laughs> I, I went to a site where so I found a thing where you could write this stuff, you could put in what you wanted to make make you know it would translate what you typed into this stuff. I didn't find a site where you could take this and it would translate it back. So I'm like crud. And I didn't want to have to learn. Oh, she is. Barbara says there's one to read that reads this stuff. Right. Um, well, I went to somewhere else and I said, Hey, I posted the pictures up and said, Hey, what does this say? And within hours, some, some guy who's more nerdy or geekier than I or girl, whoever it was, <laughs> kindly translated this stuff and then it says what's this for so i got to introduce somebody to what it was for so geocaching cool. right that's funny burnt turtle says he got this he found one like that very cool so burnt Tur mr burnt turtle how did you solve that one how did you get it yeah what what tool did you use i don't know if i know where to go i wouldn't know where to go i really wouldn't I I went to a Reddit thing and found a okay. website where people do do this kind of stuff. Do puzzles. Because there's people that were saying, um, does this, you know, translate this thing back so I make sure it says what I think it says before I get it tattooed on my arm? <laughs> that's, that's funny. There's nothing better than somebody having some... Wrong... <laughs> Japanese or Chinese symbols tattooed on them that say not what they think that it should say. Yeah. At least this one, there's not that many people that could read it. I'd look at it and say, that's cool. You're more dedicated to that show than I am. but And I love that show, but I wouldn't do it. By the way, do you guys still go out? Or I'm sure Tom does. Do you ever go out to this this site anymore? Yes, the oh, I, I, I have them send me the thing every day. I don't always look at it, but yeah. In case people are wondering, there's yeah. a geocaching puzzle of the day. In case, in case you were. Yeah. They start off easy and get progressively harder during the week, if I remember right. Yep. And then, yeah, and and there there's a cool thing. There's At least there are a couple here where I'm at in the St. George, Utah area um, that um, – Somebody has taken the HTML from that that said that their puzzle was the geocaching puzzle of the day on this day. Oh wow! <laughs> it's neat that they get they have this little HTML added to their puzzle caches, um, which probably is why there are so many around here, um, more so than where I live. Um, but the geocaching puzzle of the day is kind of a a big deal for people, especially if they use your puzzle cache as one of the puzzles that day so true 
Okay, sorry, I'm sidetracking you guys. No, you're good. So, um, let's see. This next one is a five-star difficulty. And Dan made the list once. That's cool. Yeah. I almost always hate looking at difficulty five puzzles because you almost always have to have some type of special inside knowledge to solve them that I usually don't have. Right. Um, so four and a half, I'm good with that. But once you get to five and you need some type of special inside knowledge to the user manual of the world. Um, yeah. And again, this one was first by Tom. Ooh. And Tom? This, one, this one was hard. I guarantee this one This one gets the, the difficulty rating. Because, yeah, you had to figure out what language that it was in. And then you start translating. And it's like, oh, well, that doesn't. That's just gobbledygook. Right. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And then. And then yeah, so it, this is a layers deep puzzle. Oh wow, layers! And and the hint, you know, people, the hint, the hint doesn't make any sense when you read it at first. But I will tell you, once you figure, once the right light bulb clicks on, and it may take a week or two or more to, for that to happen. I think it was probably two weeks for me. Yeah. Uh, once it clicked, I was like, oh, light bulb done, and then it's like. Out the door we go. <laughs> Light bulb. So the hint is Gronsfield knows the author. He is so vain. And the author holds the key. So for our audio listeners who are um, listening, um, the uh, GC code for this one is GC8X6CG. It is a five- one and a half. Um, D five T one and a half. Yes. And I guarantee that was this was a tough puzzle. Yeah. So um, and there were the you know um, a couple of them like that on the um, on this list that were you know that were. Um, more difficult than um, some of the others. So, you know, I wrote down. I ha I have what that trans that thing translates to, but I didn't write down what language that was. Huh. I need to go back and figure it. Look at that again. All right. So this now is our. Uh, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, this one took a bit, little bit to figure out what language that was in. And then it's a JPEG thing. Then you had to figure out what to do with the language. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is uh, is what Gary alluded to earlier: the unsolvable puzzle. Well, why are we talking about it if it's unsolvable? Oh, never mind. Because it was because unsolvable it, in 2019. It's unsolvable. Oh, in 2019. Poor guy is trying to get it. He can't can't figure it out. He might have it by now. He's looks like he's working on getting into the puzzle. Um, 
The coordinates will not get you to the cache log, but it is where the mystery begins. Solve, oh. solve, and you might save the world in 2019. Well, that we know that didn't happen because look at what 2020. <laughs> right. He didn't do a very good job because we're now in. On the log sheet. So there is. Oh, look, you did that. Yep. So there is some white text on the cash page, right? Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, and, what, is, uh, what is it? 24 founded or 24 have solved it, 59. Are... Yeah, according to certitude. Uh, it almost looks like pig Latin. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, everything ends in an A. So A-Y. Yeah, so if you look at the first word in the second paragraph, O-U-N-D-S-P-E-A-K-G-R-A-Y. So if you take the G-R, throw it to the beginning, it says ground speak, right? Yeah. So it's Pig Latin at some level. But right. Well, it is Pig Latin. It is Pig Latin. Yeah, yeah there you go, ground uh -huh. speak, right? I but see. what's the next word after that? <laughs> uh, uh, that? No. Just oh, oh, I'm sorry. Look in the in the first. Okay. Uh, a T H A Y. Go back to the first paragraph. Okay. Geocacher's the second word. Yeah. What's the word after that? After the comma. Der. Der. So is it German as well? It could be German. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so there's <laughs> this is this is the onion puzzle also. It's it's got layers. Um oh, so yeah. we... Geocacher definitely. Yeah, there's a there's a best bestgung. Geocache, geocache. So there's a letter. There's the O with the two dots on it. I forget the name of that, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Umlauts. Umlauts. Yeah. So yeah, there's the unsolvable 2019 puzzle, <laughs> um, which. Uh, looking at it, it was published on one one twenty nineteen. So, um, and of course, it was first to find it the exact same day. Yeah, so, it wasn't me. <laughs> um, no, because it took you till two nine. Um, well, opposite side yeah. of town for me, so that's pretty good. Yeah, and it's a big town, huh? So that's was pretty big, yeah. All right, so this is another one. This is a, a little different than what we've seen um, so far for these um, puzzles that have an image, right? So when you look at this, there's nothing here. Oh, there's not. Do you catch well, description? All right, hang on. There's okay. nothing. There's nothing in the description, nothing right? He does, nope. he does tell you omniglot, right? That's the hint. Oh, okay. Omniglot. How fitting, right? 
You right. have. I believe one of these, one of these caches, because this, this is back when I first got started. One of these is what introduced me to that website. Oh. Yeah, and it's a, a two and a half, one and a half. Um, but you have to come down here to click, and it brings up this image that's in the background. Um, but if you're not s sitting on a widescreen monitor, then you won't be able to see it. But you actually have to look at the image that is hosted down there to figure out. So then you have to take this, Ooh. Which, which is not an embedded image in the cache page. It's in the in the photo gallery. Right. Yeah. Uh, so do something with it. So where would you look? Well, I'm going to take the hint that the cash owner gave me. Okay. And, I mean, if I if I was, a, a, we already know that there's an OmniGlot website that has a bunch of languages on it. Uh, that's probably going to be the place what, that I go to look first. What, and what are you going to search there? Uh, oh, this has got that same alphabet with the little smiley face guy with no smiley face. And what's it say on that page there? What's the name of the puzzle? Bender's Cash. Bender's Cash. So bring up your Omniglot. Let's see Omniglot. See what we oh, got. shoot. Now you're going to have to make me go open up Omniglot again. I close these out as I go. Okay. Hang on. Oh, I'm, got, got one open. I'm, I'm on it. Hang on. I never watched this show, but I am familiar with it because if you told me Bender... Then I'm. I know what I'm. I know what the. I know what the possibility is of what Bender means. Well, he's a character in a horrible right. cartoon. <laughs> you think it's horrible? Well, that's oh a, man, that, that thing is. There's a statement. Again, but I haven't seen more than probably 15 minutes of a Lord of the Rings movie either. So, yeah, you know. I never. I couldn't get into Futurama, but that's what that's. Bender right, is so, Futurama. So here we are. Correct, Pete. Yes. Right, look, look up Futurama then. That's sort of having, I wouldn't say it's inside information. It's fairly, well, I don't know. That's. But if you Googled Bender, it'd probably get you there, wouldn't it? I guarantee it wasn't too hard because I didn't watch Futurama and I figured it out. Right. Let's see. I guess I'm that's gonna, not really I'm gonna, a... I'm going to Google Bender. Bender, yeah, it's Futurama. It, it is. Um, you know. Yeah, Bender Bending Rodriguez is one of the main characters in the animated te television series Futurama. Blah, 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 blah. Is there a search? Okay, there's a search at the bottom of Omniglot. Okay, I was wondering where that was. Played well, that's by, what I was by, looking for. Played by John the very bottom. There's a... So search for Futurama. Yeah, there it is. So if you use your use the search tool at the bottom. Oh, I was like, where's this search tool you're talking about? It's hidden. It doesn't have like a little you have to It's down on the yeah, there you go. Now if you put in Futurama. Yes, right here. Oh, Jeff put that. 
Hey Jeff, send us the link to that again to my friend. Send us that uh, your reference hub that you use. It's a it's, it's kind of like a Wikipedia. Uh, it's a it's a Jeffopedia. Go down. If you go down, you'll see it. If you go, if you go through the, if you go down the, go down the search thing, you'll eventually see Omniglot down there. Right here. Yeah, right there. Your Omniglot. Ta-da! Yeah, refwikibruce.com. And you put that in the permanent show notes for that. Ref, Wikibruce. So yeah, so there's your your in. There's your smiley face with no smiley. Oh, y'all aren't seeing it. Hang on, y'all are still stuck over on the other. Yeah, because oh, you it opened in a new tab. Share the application. Hang on, it it shared the it opened in a new tab. So I'm sharing the tab and everything that shows up on that. That's okay. So, and not the yeah it won't show the yeah yeah when it opens in a new tab so there's your here's your smiley face with no smiley just your circle and two dots um whatnot but here are all your numbers and the six was definitely in there a couple right. of times and then there was a west so cool So this is that's the one we were looking at earlier that I kind of kind of figured out what it was without going through mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh. Now you just saved me some more time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's look at this one because this one I have looked at it all of sixty seconds now. Um. So this one was put out by a local puzzle guy who doesn't cash anymore because he got frustrated with people who would solve it and then share without, you know, making people at least figure stuff out. Or he'd put out a multi and then, and then the final would get out. So don't do stuff like that. Yeah. Because this guy put some effort into his stuff. And so that's what you got right here. Huh. Oh. I have an idea. What's your idea? An idea. I have an idea. Um, this is very. Uh, if you ever watch any of the uh, ancient history, well, what do you call it? Not ancient history. Un. Uh, I'll find the. I'd find the series, but they talk about uh, Irish language. Uh, yeah. was old Irish language is, but it was also they found some of these. Uh, this in uh, Oklahoma, and they feel like that there probably were some explorers that used it because Native Americans probably did not know the Irish Agram. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, Ogum, Ogum. That's it. That's it. Risk it for the brisket. Yeah, so um, 
And this guy hadn't cashed in years, but I guarantee that cash is right where it's at because, man, that was a booger bear of a hide. Oh, yeah. I guarantee it's still there. That's good. All right, let's see. What is next? The... Next one's a little easier. Uh -huh, so it is that one. All right. I'm just making sure that I was going to the right one. Actually, the next three are easy, and I haven't even done the last two. I think the last two were put up by me. Yeah, I haven't done the last. Unless, two. unless you've been to Wyoming. I have been to Wyoming, but not recently. Um, so this cache has been archived. So. Um, yeah, this is one of the first ones I found. Oh my gosh, when did I find this? So here's what you're looking for on this uh, on this page is this three lines of text right here in the middle. Yeah, interesting. Um, I had, been, I had been cashing three months when I found this one. Oh, really? It, it, it tells you it tells you up here at the top um, that um, it's Navajo. Oh, okay. Right. So um, there is a Navajo translator on was it the decode.fr? I believe there's one on Decode. I'm wondering if there's one on Google. Um, I know the Decode um, FR website has a Navajo um, translator on it. So you can use the Navajo translator there to solve this um, or to create your own puzzle there in your neck of the woods. Right. Uh, but it does talk... Um, it's got some pictures that obviously are missing since Groundspeak has done some upgrading to their picture hosting um, and whatnot. And since this cache has been archived, um, probably I love I love this guy's cache name. What was his cache name? Waza. 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 Yeah, you've been caching forever. What does Waz stand for? Oh, uh, Waz is the um, is the uh, one of the geodetic uh, or the uh, satellites. Is it is WS a satellite thing or no? It wasn't part of the satellites. It was part of the software, I guess, in your GPS. I think it was oh, okay. wi wide angle augmentation system, and that's, that's okay. what got you down to twenty feet and back in the old days. Oh, right, right. And it was that was was that a that was a Bud Light commercial, wasn't it? Or just regular Bud commercial? It, it was something, yeah, because yeah. all the guys would be like, "What's up? What's up?" <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was. So what's funny uh, is that it it went <laughs> viral. We for, I bet for sometime time. in a podcast, I hope we do that. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right. let's see. These are two that I have. Um, both found, uh, hang on, let me, let me, before I share this screen, let me scroll down so people can't get the corrected coordinates for it. Well, make Gary look it up then. Nah, I, I got it. Up. While you're doing that, I can show you the people are wondering about brisket for the brisket. There's the, 
There's the sign. Bucky's risk it for the brisket. That's if right. Our plant stays home in Texas. We just tell you to risk it for the brisket. Bucky's. I love Bucky's. So for our audio listeners who have never, well, for anybody who's never been to a Bucky's in Texas. To a Bucky's. They're, they're going to be in Georgia now here soon. Yeah, they're in a few other states now. So they have like, what, 400 gas pumps out in front? Well, the largest one to date just outside of Corpus, um, just outside of Galveston had 125 <laughs> gas pumps. That didn't count the diesel that's around back. It was 125 gasoline pumps. And that was where? In Galveston? Yeah, it was south of Houston, between Houston and Galveston. So did they even truck the gas in or is it just piped over? They did, yeah, they just, they probably just, you know, can slingshot it from, you know, Beaumont over there, you know. So if you're going through a road trip, I'll say in Texas, you stop at these places because there's like a yeah. hundred bathrooms for each sex. There's at least a hundred. I mean, yeah, I, I never had to wait in a guy's restroom when they sing. Never had to, and they're they have twenty four seven, three sixty five staff that basically live in there, cleaning it nonstop. <laughs> Gary has eaten his brisket off of the toilet seat. Absolutely, it's that clean. It's that clean. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, it's good and it's good stuff. Oh yeah. So, all right. Well, let's jump into these last two real quick. It's uh, a gas, and it's a gas. Is it a mall or a gas station? Yes. Well, yeah, no. I would say yeah. The answer gas, is yes. The gas station in the front and the mall in the back with a big giant food court in the middle. You can buy a deer feeder. Uh, you can buy obviously brisket. They've got a wall of beef jerky. You can buy. There's a wall of beef jerky. You oh can my buy. Gosh, that whole end of the store is nothing but snacks. One, yeah. you can buy. Okay, we're getting off track. I'm sorry. Go yeah. back. The, oh, snack, so. the snack section is bigger than my house. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. So this one comes from Starfleet Command. This is one of our out of this world um, alphabets that we're looking at. Um, if you are a Star Trek fan, uh, then you'll notice what you you should recognize what this symbol at the beginning of the alphabet um, down here is, or at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the puzzle. So uh, this is again a JPEG image, but at the very beginning of it is a symbol, uh, and that is the uh, symbol for the Klingon. Uh, group of people language well yeah, the, yeah yeah the language and the 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 race race, race of the klingon race yeah so it tells you there's there's a klingon uh, class warship orbiting near or earth's moon has been engaged by romulans and so i i kind of like this because there was some like he wrote up some uh uh you know, a backstory to this. Backstory. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so uh, he says, you must decode the Klingon coordinates to retrieve the capsule, right? So there's this capsule that you got to go out and find. Um, and and um, 
whatnot. And so when you get out there to the middle of the Wyoming desert and once you've decoded this and, and gotten out there, uh, there is a, a six inch round PVC pipe about a foot and a half long that is the uh, container um, for this. So, Oh, that's cool. Um, and it looks like that. Oh, oh, it's got the symbol, the Klingon symbol. And it's got the Klingon symbol on it. But it's yeah, actually, cool. you know, it's out in the sticks. I mean, Carries it's a theme. Yeah. And, and so, has, you know, has Homeland Security been to it yet? <laughs> um, you know, and so for me, a cat this, where they, where they carry, where they make a story. Yeah. And then they carry it all the way through. Um, to the cash container at the end. Yeah. I, hey, you know, that thing right there, it's, that's going to get a favorite point for me, A, because you just were creative and carried it all the way through to the end. Right. Well, I'll, I'll solve this one for you, but I want a case of Romulan ale. <laughs> that's funny. And then, oh, this was before I started doing this. So I don't mind. This is the last one, and this was one of the. I, I, I will not solve it though. If you give me what Worf thinks a warrior's drink is. <laughs> well, oh, what was the what was Worf's? His warrior's drink was prune juice. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, this this one is probably one of the first puzzle caches that I saw in Wyoming, and was before I started using corrected coordinates. Um. I still, um, I solved it and then manually just punched the coordinates into my GPS and off we went. Um, but if you are a Star Wars fan, yep, then this is a good puzzle for you. Uh, it is Who Shot R2-D2 Revisited. Um, the first version of this went uh, MIA. Um, but there is your puzzle this again is a image that he has uploaded uh, but if you recognize the character that's in the background or you recognize what the symbol is at the very top of that's that cheese delivery guy <laughs> absolutely the cheese <laughs> delivery guy yeah Boba Fetta oh <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Can we mute Tom? <laughs> oh, all right. So here we are finishing up. Um, so this was a great cache. This one, again, got a favorite point from me. Once I solved this and got to the container, um, let's see. So is there a storyline? Line with it. I'm just wondering if it's like who shot with the name of who shot R two D. I'm wondering if it's a retelling of who shot Jr. Oh, if you, I don't know if you can see that. I'm the the cash. That dog you're with. Yeah, she's she's still around. Um, so inside he had all of this. Uh, cool Star Wars swag inside the, and that was the cash container. Oh, very cool. 
was a little R2-D2. And R2-D2, um, his head swiveled up. And so all of the stuff was down inside his little can body. Um, but he had all of this cool little Star Wars swag. And we left a bunch of stuff. And we each... Is a is, is keyword had? <laughs> well, I, you know, there have been finders since me. I got, um, a little, I got a little 3D one. Yeah, there you go. 3D R2D2. Oh, is that uh, Anteus did that, yeah. If the the top comes off and the log is in there, well, supposed to be in there. Go ahead. Yeah. So this one was um, was a really cool. Um, the hike to get out there was was. Eh, um, but the original uh, who shot R two D two one, uh, you had to get to one spot and then do projection coordinates as to, you know, R2 was shot here. And because there's zero gravity in space, he went, you know, this direction at this distance, but he turned his little jets on. And anyhow, it was a really cool write up for the, uh, for the first one, but the cash container went missing. And so he did some work and got another one out there, but this is um, a Mandalorian. Um, and so if you can find you a Mandalorian, um, I like it. Translator, then you can easily solve what the puzzle is and then, um, head off out to it. So and I, and I would assume now it's probably pretty easy to find one since there's a new TV show. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, season, yeah. season two coming up. I'm a big fan. That's true. I'm a big Loving it. Yeah, so, um, yeah they're liking how you wore your Star Wars shirt. So, yes, you nerded out, didn't you? <laughs> I, did, I did. But I'll tell you, um, I probably have enough Star Wars t shirts in my wardrobe closet um, that I could probably wear a Star Wars shirt every day. Probably two weeks. Oh wow! If not close to three, and not wear the same shirt twice. I got three. Oh, by the way, you're wearing a Bucky shirt too. I am wearing a Bucky shirt. Check that out, Bucky. Yep, there's my Bucky. Funny we mentioned it. Tell me, y'all come to you come to Texas. Go to Bucky's and get the Bucky Nuggets, the the Beaver Nuggets. Beaver Nuggets. Yep, gotta get some Beaver Nuggets and a shirt. And a brisket. And brisket. Gotta get brisket. And an icy and coffee. And, and coffee. And go to the bathroom. The cleanest bathroom, bathroom there. Find. <laughs> There's some funny billboards along the way to <laughs> there are. But um Gary, do we want to show this last one that you threw down there at the bottom of your tip no, slide? You, you covered it. All right. Basically, what I want to do is just you, we covered it, but the thing was is that you can't always cut and paste. And that's what am I? That was my point. So that's just a, a note that yeah we, we covered it. Yeah, well. and and most of them most of them that are done out there now, um, the cash owners have made it to where you can't just um, 
copy and paste it and throw it into the Google machine to yeah. have it send out an answer for you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, which is fairly common now. So, uh, I will, uh, I'll get these as a future show sponsor. What'd you got? Pizza Bucky's. Ninja's asking about Bucky's as a future show sponsor. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I don't think they want to mess with us, but I'd be worth it. Hey, never, never hurts to ask. Tell you, them you, we'll you, be drinking coffee on podcasts to hope to stay awake. That's right. And we'll be drinking Bucky's. They have their own coffee. They do. They do. And it's good. Pretty, it's pretty good. So, all right. Um, all right, Gary. So, final thoughts? Very good. You guys covered it well. The the tools are great. I, I really love that part. I did I'd forgotten about some of the tools and that uh, they'll be in the show notes. I'll put the show notes here show notes up here in a few minutes. Uh, and I'm excited about next week. You guys covering symbols, sim- symbolic languages. We covered it a little tonight, but I think you oh, guys yeah, can, but... can delve a little further into the cryptic or the cuneiform. When you think about it, every language is, a, is really symbols, but we're getting into something a little different where yeah. something is a symbol for a letter you already know. Right. Yeah. It could be, right. It could be all sorts of, it could go different directions, but yeah. Like, that's, more, like Morse code. Yeah. Braille. Braille's a, Braille yeah. is an example, I think, too. We but I don't want to give too much away because we got to have save something for the show next week. Well, yeah. That's but right. There's right. ways to do it. Tom, all right. Anything, any last words from you, Tom? Uh, I love these kind of puzzles. I, I love it, especially in, you know, especially ones where I can figure it out without having to do the do the real hard work on it, but <laughs> but I think these are always fun. And I've learned from looking at Omni Omniglot that uh, Omniglot that I am glad I didn't grow up like Indian or Asian. By Indian, I mean Indian Indian, not American Indian. But right, because if you man, it takes like thirty minutes to write some of them letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very, very uh, expressive letters. They're they're gorgeous, they but you'd be there all day, right? You know, I complained about having to write six page um, stuff for college, and I I think if I had to write three hundred word essay in Indian, I'd 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 just cry. I mean, yeah, I could take all weekend. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Jilly, Jilly. It's different. Usually you don't see a, a Y on there. Pizza Ninja, thank you. All right. We're ready to wrap up, uh, Charles. Yeah. And remember, guys, if you guys got any uh, questions, comments, concerns, uh, bitches, gripes, complaints, send an email Rebeer, to podcast, puzzletalkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we do read all of your emails. And if you've got any ideas or things that you'd like to throw out for a future show, Hey, shoot us an email, uh, you know, write us a couple of sentences and let us know what you're thinking. And who knows, it may turn into a show further down the road. Um, I guarantee it. 
<laughs> That's right. So I guess until next time, guys, this next week when we're doing yep. symbols. Symbols. We'll see you next Tuesday. Symbols. That's that right. you shaved your beard, Gary. I know. It'll grow back. Maybe, maybe it's part of a puzzle cast. Take care, everybody. We'll see you. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>